Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we brave scanning the net to find all the deep history and lore of cyberpunk. I'm Toasty, a fixer that's new to Night City with a desire to jump into the details of this gritty setting. And I'm Genesis, an old school media tech with a love of character deep dives. Together, we will bring you the foundations of the past, the state of Night City today, and the news of the future. We've got incoming. Let's Delta. Welcome back to another episode of the Cyberpunk Lorecast. I'm your girl Genesis, and with me, as always, is Toasty. But tonight, it's extra special. It's our Patreon live chat, where if you want to join in on the conversation, you can hit us up at patreon.com slash cyberpunklorecast. But with me here tonight is Turbo Toboggan, because we can't have a Patreon chat without Turbo. No, no, you cannot. And special guest today, Logan. Welcome back to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. Ahoy. Good to see everyone. How you been? You've been out there sailing on the seas. Been doing all kinds of stuff, but yeah, the the news with Cyberpunk and uh, the DLC—it's just like it's starting to get that itch again. And one of my buddies has been playing through it, and I've been watching his like uh, kind of playthroughs of it, and he's going like a completely different build than I did, and I'm like, oh yeah, I just kind of sat behind a trash can and murdered everyone through <laughs> netcode. I didn't do anything fun like run around and slice people up. But it's so fun to run around and slice people up. I know. I just, uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. The the quick hacks just really, really sucked me in. But it's also I, fun to set people on fire with your mind. See, That's thank true. you. Yeah, it yeah. is fun to make them fight each other while they're also on fire. Like, like my first playthrough, I acted, I, I, I role played in my head like I was like a cyber demon the whole time. I just had the mono wires with my little fire whip. And set people on mind, made them throw up like the plague, controlled their minds. <laughs> I don't blame you. That, I would have loved... literally black eyes and flaming red hair, <laughs> and the tribal tattoos. See, I like it. It's not quite as maelstrom as I would have gone, but it's a good play. Well, <laughs> I, I, I only have consoles, so I couldn't get mods. If I could have got mods, I would have had them have like the boar guys. Oh, that's that would been cool. Yeah. Mm. I hope that comes in the DLC. I want that. That would be awesome to fully go Maelstrom mm. on a character. Yeah. Or like, I want to go, I want to see how animal I can get. See if I can oh, yeah. get like the, like change my body style up a little bit. Make me look beefcakey. I would like, like, yeah, because you could technically, you could just remove this, and I, you think it'd be easy for them to do that, because then you don't have to have the lips talk. We're like, mm. by the way, do you have first person view in your, in your talk, have dialogue? Mm-mm. You don't have to worry about yeah, what yeah, he looks like to, whenever you're talking, so you're good. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I don't remember ever 
your face showing up unless you look inside the mirror and you don't talk when you're at the mirror. So I'm like, it doesn't ever have a problem. So we'll see. Uh, yep. Hmm. All right. Well, so tonight we have a very interesting topic. Tosi and I talked a little bit about this last episode, but it seems like we could dive a lot further into it. So I'll set kind of the scenario here. If you could safely view any event that has happened in the world of cyberpunk, whether it be in the games, in the tabletop, in the lore that we have out there, or even something that happened in Edge Runners. Now, you are basically ghost mode. You can see what's going on, but you can't interact, but you're also safe. So if you go witness an explosion, you're not going to get caught in it. I won't make it that evil. So what event would you like to see? Who wants to go first? Toast, do you got one? Oh, Turbo, I, you I wait. I wait till the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. go. Yeah. I'm the host now. I wait till the end. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing, because when, when you guys talk about what, what I thought, saw in my head is I kind of want to sit in space and just watch from like, like the just from when the uh, internet goes down to current in cyberpunk, I would like to see like the Earth in fast forward. Oh, like do you know okay. how they do like the the thing, uh, like they they like do like a, a construction site fast. We see the whole thing built. I would love to see how the Earth goes because you you see the explosions go off and, I, and I, all the wars all of a sudden pop up. You just see fireworks go off. In, in it and stuff, and ten, you just see like the world spread out. Well, even beforehand, I like to see it from. Uh, I guess you have to start whenever you get into space first. But like from that, there's always also it, the world go dark, large chunks of it, and then slowly spread back out again, and stuff. And then you look to your side and you see them coming up into space and start build space stations. I would just love to watch the world going fast forward or i know it's macabre but see the the wars happen can you just see that you see the whole topographical of the earth just change oh That's yeah we no, do. That amazing i would love to watch a time lapse of all of this stuff going on not necessarily the individual details of what's going on but the overall world view that's pretty cool yeah, that's why I want to be from space. So I don't have to see it. I, I know people are dying, but I don't have to see like, oh, I just saw how many people died in the nuclear explosion. Like, oh, that's. It's more of the abstract, like I'm just a watcher. I cannot affect this. So it doesn't affect my conscience of I could have stopped that from happening. Right. Toasty, you seem to like that idea, too. I mean, be cool. It'd be cool to see it, like, all. <clears throat> I was also thinking about something interesting from what he what he said with the, the crash and everything, so. But I'll get around to that. Get around to that. That would be another thing. Be actually on the internet when it goes down and not have to worry about all the little uh, AIs and stuff coming at you. Just watch the internet. Oh, Yeah. I think it would have been was really interesting back to see then? that. When it went down? I don't think people were on the net the same way that they are 
after later. Like, after the collapse um and when things got rebuilt i don't think that people were on the net the same way back then yeah because the 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 like formation of like the net as we see it now didn't come about until after yeah. the data crash because it was just it was just like the regular internet but like i guess when did that happen it was like older you know not as developed as we have it current in our current timeline but yeah mm-hmm. and then it crashed and then we get what we see now because you know it no longer functions or it, you don't want to go there at least it's a bad place to be I think it would have been interesting to see some of the what like the life was like for some of the nomadic tribes after the third corporate war, like after all of the crashes and stuff and the net rates to kind of see like what was their life like, because I think that would be it's probably as close to Mad Max as we could probably kind of assume it was like we haven't I, I can't think of anything of us actually seeing like what life is like for most nomads, like most cyberpunk content we see is typically like in night city or in one of the the major areas and stuff so i think it would have been cool to kind of follow some of the different tribes and see like what those wars were like between them like what kind of resources they had how they managed to survive and things like that yeah because i think i mean the one that's the most prevalent for us the uh the all the causes have like kind of like the long history of like going to and from mexico even um and like mm. their origin their origin stuff there so that'd have been cool yeah watching uh the watching like the them going down to mexico and like what was the trip like back for them when they decided to to come back up mm-hmm. that would have been fascinating i like the nomads it's like it's, it's man i think it was still my favorite out of like all the major like organizations that we see yeah no definitely. Pretty cool. and it would be interesting to watch like how the sea faring nomads came to be um you know because it's like okay a nomadic trap tribe online on land that travels in caravans and things like that we've definitely seen that but uh nomads on the ocean like I want to learn so much more about them. I, yeah. I wonder if they evolved from pirates. I feel like it I would mean, have been a regression back to kind of piratey times, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's like that's yeah. like it, it goes it back depends. to time when like everything goes to shit, and then eventually when we're starting to go back, instead of going back like like they did back in history, they eventually went. Well, they're still going on right now, but you know what I mean. Like they stopped being more pirates practically. I wonder if they just didn't and they became cargo or nomads. They just started doing. Yeah. Cause they, I like, I know that there are specific like groups that like kind of perform, you know, piracy still. Um, but like for, uh, I think a good chunk of them, it's they're, as as like legit as you can be in cyberpunk you know like but they they i mean it's all the nomads that like basically hit the world going so they they obviously didn't just like turn it out to fit for themselves they 
they uh they took care of the greater world during the time of the red so yeah i think it would be very interesting to see what kind of prompted all of the nomadic like the sea nomads and stuff like and why did they decide to go that route as opposed to like staying on land and stuff i was definitely thinking as far as like something that i would have liked to have seen is um at least in cyberpunk 2077 there's uh the the ending that you can take where you are kind of going up and uh you you kind of side with arasaka and they take you up into the uh the space colony and they're kind of like going through the paces as far as like all those cognitive tests and then you find out through like one of the news channels that um uh Saburo has kind of like taken over his his son's body i would have mm-hmm. liked to have been a ghost in the room when I, I can't remember if it was uh if it was his daughter that had kind of helped like push that that forward or if that was something that that he had had like he had you know captured his son and basically like took over his body or if his you know did his son put up a fight did his son like give it over willingly like I wanted to know kind of more about that because it always seemed really kind of odd that uh that that he would just be kind of okay with all of it you know especially after your has been like he's been like running it for years at that point yeah i think i mean my guess has always been that it like it wasn't your no or yeah your nobu's choice um yeah. like i think um just because like one i mean obviously Yorinobu was creating kind of uh, a bad like presentation for Arasaka um, and then like I think specifically depending on where you go with it right like is mm. um, you know if this happens or not so I think like I and I think that the sister does because she's very she just seemed very loyal to saburo as well hanukkah that was the name i was trying to think of the name and i was like yeah Uh, yeah she does seem super loyal to saburo although it's hard to tell because there was also that weird like (laughs) their relationship was a little like game of thronesy so yeah was it it, it actually i know we we joked about that a long time ago but was it like that or or was that just like a, a cultural thing that that didn't translate as well because of like their japanese culture and stuff like i always wonder like in the back of my mind like if if i if i read that that wrong that scene wrong when i was playing through it but i I agree i like she silences him which is the thing that like that made it seem sus is because she was like no 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 not in front of people and it was like yeah "Mm?" it's like something something was definitely up there but i wonder like i wonder if that was her just trying to to kind of set things up like you know she she wanted to make sure that if there was any conversation to be had that there was no no nothing that was going to get brought up about the family kind of like in public kind of thing yeah i felt like i felt like if it'd been like when i was thinking about that i did that but when i thought like if their roles like sexes had been reversed that's exactly what it would have been i think it was just mostly us putting it on people who have grown up with the oh no i'm stuck culture like 
that I'm sorry, but that has colored things now. That has that now that that's out there, that has colored things, so it's gonna affect how everyone that has ever heard of that is gonna see stuff. But if the roles have been reversed, and it was a man with a woman, it would have been more of like, shut up, we don't want our secrets getting out. Yeah. But since it was Okay. I I this is my think psychological about viewing. I could be yeah. totally wrong. I could see it both ways. I think it's open to interpretation, but I, I'm kind of been thinking more about how I, I think Hanako played more of a role. That's kind of why I wish I was there, like finding out like, okay, well, how much is, you know, even it, like when you go to um, the Nocturne uh, mission, like you're meeting up with Hanako, right? And she's, oh. She's kind of explaining like how it's going to go down or like what what's up. And you kind of you get this kind of like sense that there's so much more information that she's just been quiet about. Like she understands everything that seems to be going on. She knew everything that was going on. She wasn't really surprised by this, but she was kind of staying appraised of it all. And that was always kind of the situation where I was thinking like maybe maybe she knew like what was going to happen with her father the whole time and she's been like i don't know just kind of waiting for for your nobu to to make a wrong move or something i always I yeah that's why i always felt like she was like the moder not okay that's not the right word but it's close to where i can think right now like the moderator of the family like she's supposed to make sure that she doesn't she doesn't get involved in the politics or anything like that but if, if it ever seems like arasaka is going to start tipping she has to step in and ride it and then step right back out. Like she just, she's just the one there. That's the, like the fail safe. Like if, if her father had started to go bad, she would have stepped in like somehow. I don't know. She would have said, dad, you need to stop. Cause right now he's in power, but more of like, she, she keeps us, keeps it from tipping him as at least in my head. I, I could be totally wrong. That's what I felt like. That's something I think would have been cool to see. I, I would have loved to have seen the scene where after we leave, what happens with between Hanako and Yorinobu? Like, what's the conversation that has when everyone's out of the room and you can't really see what's going on? Does she tell him that everything's going to be fine and she supports him and then ushers him into, uh, you know, a, a room where they've got Soul Killer and, you know, that's when that's when Saburo gets injected into your Nobu's. Like, how does it all play out? Like, does it, does it happen later on or like how much time passes between all that? That's we another thing. We, I, we, I would also like to, I, not, I would also like to be there because we don't know if maybe they so killed him first. So that technically he's stuck on a chip while or, or Nobu took his body. Cause I don't know if you can. Yeah. That's if, another if, thing if you, too. Like, cause that, that would be a great, because you never know that that could be a great way of punishment like you just tried to you killed me so now you can watch as i live your life yeah and no offense that seems something like an evil corporate overlord would do he's in he's grounded forever that's saburo's plan i mean saburo is an evil corporate overlord yeah well, that's, mean, like, that's, something, that's something like an evil corporate overlord would do yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, so I'm getting my computer back up and running now. I'm glad that, that you're at everything least... is wanting to update. <laughs> oh, I hate glad it that you're happens. at least with this. I know. I just had to go through this whole thing. That's another thing too. Like, I always wonder about cyberpunk. Like, is there ever a time 
where if you have a whole bunch of firmware updates you have to do for all your cybernetics is there like a you have to set a timer at like between 2 a.m and 6 a.m run all the updates and then you wake up and you're like oh i gotta get out of bed i gotta get to work it's like oh no your body's rebooting you gotta wait for all these updates to finish installing well i think is you have to go to like <laughs> your ripper doc to get that done but i imagine it's i mean think, in in this universe I bet it's more it probably is for the first ones because i'm betting that a lot, a lot of the first ones weren't like Wi-Fi. So like early really, on, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to like plug in and stay still. But no offense with the current ones where like I can I can just look at you from a camera and hack you. I'm thinking you can do it on the go. It'll just be set to factory default, so maybe you can't pop up the arm blade, but your arm still works. So you the got only, basic functions. I was, the, <laughs> the only reason I say that is because David had to get like his the firmware on his like brain dance thing updated so like and granted he did he did jip it but i imagine like it might be a thing where it's like a manual because it's I wonder. Hmm. that's another thing i'd like to be for the first cyberware surgery like major ones like they put into all, all completely fake organs inside you or, mm. or like 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 that would be amazing to watch like you know the old doctor giant bowl of a room where everyone just watches the people do surgery like something like that of watching like the first major cyberware surgery hmm those got me wondering though why wow. like you brought up the the david thing and i and i and i'm trying to remember that scene because i can't remember that scene that well but I was wondering, do you think that's because of the type of tech that he was getting wasn't something that wasn't just like readily available? It might. Yeah, it might have been. But like, I mean, the thing is that we see a lot of things and granted in 2077. Yeah, you can like remotely hack people, but yeah. like everything's very like, like hardware for mm -hmm. the majority of things like you have to have like a physical cyber deck. You have to have like the physical like chips and things to like install programs. Like, yeah, I, I imagine like even if you don't have to go to your Ripper doc for the like to like sit down and he plugs you up to like install them or update them, you probably still have to go get like physical chips that you like slot in for the updates kind of oh, thing. Man so all right uh let's hit up a quick little mid break if you told me that butt cheek beach was a mario kart <laughs> course i'd believe you you know how when you're hanging with your buds and the conversation takes a nosedive into vehemently arguing things about fictional worlds that don't matter well debate this is a show that tries to recapture that magic the first time we meet Wario, I'm pretty sure, is in the second Mario Game Boy game. And I think his whole shtick is like, he's stealing shit. That doesn't mean he's anti-union time. <laughs> it's like two parts barroom debate, one part show and tell, and one part 
horrific thought experiment. He is certainly not stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. <laughs> if anything, Mario is a blue collar worker and he's stealing from Mario. Mario Mario is a centrist and we all know that. Mario is upholding the monarch estate of Mushroom Kingdom. You cannot tell me that Wario is not anti-fascist. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you download podcasts. Yeah, I'm going to think about Wario being anti-fascist for a while. Go ahead, Todd. Welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about the show and not the lore of cyberpunk. Uh, we have an amazing 17 patrons, and I am so thankful and grateful for each and every one of you. And as a matter of fact, one of our patrons who couldn't make it tonight, Rexifer, sent me his thoughts about uh, being the eyes in the sky, the ghost in the shell, the one standing and not able to interact. And he said, hey, Chooms, happy 2023. I hope you are all doing well. If I were a ghost in the history of cyberpunk, I would be most curious about the collapse and the revival of Africa from 1990 to 2020. Within five years of the collapse, the Pan-Africa Alliance and the ESA European Space Agency, had begun development on the Kilimanjaro mass driver and by 2020 had an established megacorporation, Orbital Air, giving Africa a solid foothold in the power of the 21st century, most notable being assisting with the creation of the Crystal Palace. That sounds cool watching the crystal palace being built watching within five years this like mega corporation being created yep i agree what do you guys think i think it would be really cool um i think africa is definitely one of those areas where we don't we don't get a lot of story yet and uh i would like to see the crystal palace it is kind of yeah i think it would it would be nice to get more just because specifically like with the stuff we do know they are the most thriving like nation in the world like of the current date like everyone else is kind of uh you know declining but they are they are doing excellent for themselves really um so yeah that would that would be nice to just get more of all that um and I mean, the Crystal Palace is probably, I can probably say for a lot of people who enjoy this stuff, one of the things we want to see the most, because it's like, they talk about it so much, and it's like, we don't get to see it yet. Um, I really want to. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rexifer, for sending that in to us. And if you are a patron who can't make it to the weekly, pa the monthly Patreon chats or anything like that, and would like to send in your thoughts about the topic that we discuss, uh, feel free to send them through DMs on Discord to me. I am Genesis, J-E-N-N-A-S-I-S. -S. Or, of course, you can always email us at cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com. You can also uh, hit us up in the Discord, the Robots Radio Discord. Links to that are in the description. And I'm pretty sure that if you already have open DMs with Toasty, you can send them to him, too, and then he'll send them to me and make me read them out instead. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I do have one more thing to read out because we got a new review this week. Um, absolutely amazing. Five stars from Courier 7 via Apple Podcast here in the United States. Toasty and Genesis are absolutely crushing with the cyberpunk lore discussions and news. I'm really looking forward to listening to more because I'm really enjoying the lore discussions and news and especially looking forward to the Phantom Liberty DLC coming this year. Big time yes agree. I cannot wait for Phantom Liberty. I am itching for something new and exciting and i want to know all the minor little changes that are going to go on i'm excited for the main plot storyline that's going to advance some things and answer the questions that we have from the trailers but i also want to know the little cool things that are going to make me want to continue playing the game for another you know couple of years while they're working on the next cyberpunk game so i'm also very excited for that I think the only other last thing that I have to do is, of course, shout out that if you are looking for tabletop dice or dice to play, uh, uh, they have poker dice. They have like a, a set of six to six D6s that you can buy. So anything that you use dice for, you can pick up from MetallicDiceGames.com and using our code CPLC at checkout, uh, Toasty and I get 10% of your order. You save it, we get it. I like it. Yes, 10% of your order. Not the money you pay on the order, 10% of your order. So if there's a chunk missing from your dice, it, it went to one of us. You know, I actually wouldn't be mad about that either. Like maybe like funny. Whole, whole dice, you know, like, oh, so somebody ordered this really cool metallic dice set and you get their D4. <laughs> hey, we're just saving you from the inevitability of you dropping it on the floor and stepping on it because it becomes a caltrop once it's on the floor. No, especially if they're metal. Those bouncy ones. Do they are they painful to step on or do they squish? They no, squish. So they squish. I actually have the rubberized dice set from Metallic Dice Games, and they are super bouncy and they're squishy. So I can I actually like sit there and just squish the little D four because it's fun. But yeah, all right, let's get back into it. All right, we are back. Uh, so crazy events to witness within the lore of cyberpunk. But really, like, and Toasty and I talked about this last week, but I think the one, the big thing that I would want to do is I want a night out on the town. I want to get all completely dolled up in, you know, like in the grunge wear, in the rocker boy outfits. I want to go feel the pulse of the crowd i want to crowd surf i want to just be backstage at a samurai concert that's what i want i want to know if they live up to the hype because we only get like 45 seconds at a time in game i want to know if johnny really is that badass you know i want to see it for myself i could totally see that do you think it would live up to your hype though 
No, because I think the only times that we see Johnny on stage is when it's through his own memories. And so obviously he's going to claim <laughs> that he is the biggest, badassiest rocker boy out there. Um, I mean, he kind of, I think, I think he kind of is, though. Like, but is they it? wouldn't, they wouldn't, he wouldn't be as like prevalent um, if he wasn't, you know, like. But is that because of what he did or because of his music? Exactly. Well, so the is thing is, do people, I don't think people know about what he did, though. Like, they knew him for the rock. I don't think anyone knew uh, other than, like, the few people. Like, it, I don't, it doesn't seem like people are massively aware of, like, his attack on Arnold Sakatar because he just disappears. Like it just happens and he just disappears. But um and the only person to really left to tell that tale is Rogue. And Carrie. Yeah. Well Carrie doesn't even know what happened. He knows that it Johnny went to do it, but he doesn't know what happened. Hmm. True. That's a good one though. You actually want to you actually want to experience Night City as opposed to just looking at some of the biggest moments in in the history of cyberpunk and wanting to be present for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to be in it. I want to live it. I feel like, because the one I was thinking of was, was kind of like that, but it's, it's a little more morbid. I wanted to be there to see like the process of Adam Smasher's transformation from when he went like from his, his solo career to like being a Borg. And like that kind of just seeing like what his first couple weeks of him being in his Borg state are kind of like, like, does he just go crazy or does he have like a a, a power trip and just start smashing things? Yeah. Like, I'm really curious, like what was Adam Smasher's mentality? Like, how did it shift? Did he break down and cry at any point? Like, when he when he realized all, he was losing everything, like I want to I want to see what his life was like right at that pivotal point in his career. The way it sounds, he's like he was heartless even before it. So I'd be yeah. curious to see like how much it affected him, if it even did. Like, I mean, because at the point he, because it was kind of two major instances where he like borged because we have like his the initial incident where yeah. he got hit like direct blasted by an rpg and so like it was like oh there's hardly any of you left um we're gonna make most of you a robot now um but then i think he even got injured again so that's whenever he became what we see now where it's like the only skin he has is that little bit here <laughs> so, yeah yeah, I mean, they always talk about like how how sadistic he was and stuff, and and just how cruel. So I, but it's I don't know. It, it seems like one of those moments where, like, I can imagine if I was a soldier and something happened and I blacked out and I woke up and I was just like a robot. I'd be like, I feel like there might have been something that either I feel like something snapped for him, and I'd be really curious to see like what people thought of him like after he woke up and he was just like oh this is even better i don't think it's so much as he snapped it's more of like the reins came off the last little 
thing that like mm. like like for like a serial call they they like they give themselves little allowances and then they eventually just go i don't have any allowance i i have everything i think that's what happened with uh adam smasher it's like i'm not even human anymore i don't have to listen to the rules yeah Whee! he was it's just him skipping through a, a field of daddy line going yay murder yeah. it's just like he yeah that's definitely an image i, I guess like and he the only limitation he had before was the uh like frailties of his human flesh and so once that was gone it was just i can do whatever i want because i don't yeah. have anything to stop me anymore and yeah, he was really curious he was paid to be you know him yeah to be that's a brutal true. killer so that's exactly what they wanted so <laughs> yeah i was um because that wasn't when it was arasaka who yeah. hired him yeah it him. was arasaka but there was like a brief period where it wasn't known that it was arasaka because mm, so, he, he got he got like yeah. a mystery figure who basically like hired him and and then you know basically paid to get him all borged up to then yeah. find out later that it was arasaka but it was like eh, who cares at that point he, he certainly not him <laughs> I wonder what what it would have been like when uh, Black Hand had found out about that. It, wasn't he the reason he chose Arasaka just so he could fight Black Hand more? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because Black Hand was tied in with Militech, so yeah. it was like opposite sides of the war. Like, imagine thinking like he's dead or something, and then find out like he's actually still alive and he's all borged out, and now he's trying to still come in hunt you down that's a that's a good idea from the event i want to see all the stuff that blackhand has been involved in up to mm. now because he's been gone yeah he's been a he's just been a name but like i like Maybe i mean i think we're all sure he's, he's alive to. hopefully i'm hoping that i'm hoping We'll see. I really do like there's too there's too much evidence for uh Solomon Reed to not be Morgan Blackhand. Like it's gotta be him. It's gotta be. I'm gonna be sad if it's not. If it's not, I still hope that they at least put more about Blackhand in. Cause we it, like no offense. Was it is it Militech with the US government? So shouldn't we like hear more about Militech now? Hopefully, is yep. Militech or are they just are they they kind of contracted with the U.S. They're, government? So after the fourth corporate war, um, basically Militech was forced to tie in to the like yeah. the U.S. Basically, the U.S. because uh, it was like dictates Eric, what they do. Yeah, because they were. A problem that needed to be either uh, taken control of or fit or, or removed. Um, I would have liked to see them try, but I guess at the the end of the fourth corporate war, they were probably in a in a pretty vulnerable state. So maybe, but they yeah. took. So it's kind of a contract. Like I think a hybrid. Is, yeah. So, but I mean, they work closely with the U with NUSA, so. And we do know that, so we'll see, mm -hmm. I guess. 
And what would you like to see? (laughs) You said that. Oh, go ahead, Logan. Oh no, sorry. I was just I was I was trying to think of other things that would be really cool to check out. But go ahead. I'm curious. We got toasty. So, I don't mean, um, and I may be cheating a little bit because at this point it's not really a win. It's kind of a where, sort of, because like I think I I. I think I just want to see beyond the black wall. Oh, okay. I want to see, I want to, I want to be able to be a ghost in the old net and see what we're looking at there. Cause we see little like snippets, but not really. Uh, so like, what is it? What does it look like with all the, the like rabbits? with alts like fortress kind of thing she's got going on like what does it look like does it does it look like because like i mean these things are like so advanced at this point that they're like almost living organisms in a mm-hmm. sense like i mean the 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 like the rabbits virus is all like adapted and became their own individual like things and they were smart like ais so weren't they like they were ais they were just like not as as strong of ais as like some of the like alt kind of thing yeah i, th- I believe I they so were anyways vis than ais they were actually Maybe, well AIs. yeah yeah virtual intelligence probably the the more correct term but like well, it seems like they had kind of like evolved into a level of sentience so does it look like its own like civilization but like in like in the net specifically but like because i mean with alt on the other side and we know how like how strong she is on the net i mean like i wonder if she maybe like reigned in the rabbits and created like a virtual empire of a sort like who really knows we don't know much about beyond the black wall um um yeah it's it's a curious thought like what do what does vi and ai need when they don't have anything physical like do they still do they still create things to try and have some sort of semblance based off of you know what what their creators had in towns and cities and stuff i think maybe because i think once you like develop like that certain level of of like sentience that i like i'm at like the alt is like still kind like a person just without a body and you can obviously skip all the like physical things that humans need to survive like i mean you don't have to worry about like food hydration you know stuff like that but then once you're past that do you start does do you still crave those you know like art or like comfort of other like things or in this sense people like Mm -hmm. i think all definitely does because she talked like the way that she talked about johnny and you know is like it almost seemed like she missed him and then if you go the path where you give up all of where you can like send people to her or whatever when she's in Mikoshi, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
I think she misses camaraderie and interaction with, you know, if the rabbits are still kind of mindless attack dogs, either attack dogs or very childish and not, if she's playing mommy, then she definitely wants somebody else there to help out, take care of the children and raise her little family. I could see that. Or just something. Something yeah. who is something who is on her level because at that point she can't really even if she could interact with humans on a day to day basis, they don't know what her life is like. There's no way for us to know that. Uh, uh, domain. Uh, I don't know if anyone else did the side quest, but I let him free. So mm-hmm. technically, isn't there also now alt and now domain? Thank you, domain. So I'm like, aren't those like the only two that we know of? Like we've actually spoken to. Yeah, just the ones we've like spoken to, like the like. Um, That's other that but, we, so technically right now, the only person Alt has to talk to that we know of is Delamain. Well, I don't think Delamain went out specifically. Like, it, yeah. oh, he didn't go to the. That's what I, that's what I was wondering too. I can't he, remember. Like, rele- I can't. I don't know because there was different things you could do if you break. Because I specifically, I had to because I didn't have like the stat for like doing the other choice. I, remember I specifically that. broke the the core, and so Delamain splits into his like seven personalities, and they kind of go off on like each of the of themselves like into the world somewhere because they'll send you text messages of like places that they've been or like like to the places that they go to. Um, okay. Yeah, so, that's different. What I did, the one I did, they stayed together. He left and left. Uh, technically, his son. That's who now uh, runs the company. It's technically just like the earlier version of him, before he became self-aware or whatever, and stuff like that. Because, like in mine, I had enough stats where like they merged all together, and it became kind of like. Like I would say, rogue. Not like it was a human that became a machine thing. It's actually like the first thing that just naturally happened. It's now it's like a rogue, but it's artificial. Yeah, it's what because I like, always thought was happening. And I don't yeah. remember where he went, but I because when you see he, he leaves and he leaves his son back, and his son is the one that gives you the car. Gotcha. The other one that can happen is not a vi but if you send jackie if you don't send jackie's body to mama right away jackie can actually become an engram like johnny because they download his info to see if he can know where the chip went and uh you can give jackie to alt as another person to hang out with yeah because i'm wondering if like she like because i'm sure there's more ingrams in the in makoshi than just johnny and and jackie so like i wonder if she takes more because i mean she did didn't she am i remembering that wrong I she feel may like have maybe a dialogue thing. I don't. I know it doesn't show 
like them no. with her but like no. yeah it may have been a dialogue thing and i'm just not remembering for sure but it's like what there is she doing with those other rich got rich dying people in makoshi there has to be other yeah. rich dying people yeah i remember it was something like she was going to take them with her back to the other side of the black wall because she that was like the safest like she was going to add her or add their their existences to her own but i i could be misremembering that as well too but yeah so like i like even more on that like actual like people and like i get they're only ingrams but like we see that like johnny's ingram i'm not saying in ingram's wrong with this whole time i don't know why um but we see johnny's ingram has the ability to react to the situation which means that like to a certain extent he has sentience of things like he sees the world and can react to the world so like once they get over there like uh it's probably only a matter of time before they like evolve to the point where like it's like they are a a a regular person just in computer data form so like she's kind of bringing in all these different elements into whatever's on the other side i think that would be a great time in the cyberpunk lore to go and witness very safely because you wouldn't want rabbits to attack you or for yeah. alt to try and eat you you know not good uh, and I really do think that now that we've talked about her so much, I want to learn more. And I think Alt will definitely be our next character deep dive. Let's get some Alt lore out there. Find out what's really going on behind the black wall. Let's wrap it up for the night. Uh, this has been amazing. Uh, and I always love the Patreon chats because you guys come up with such cool ideas. Here I am like, I want to go to a concert. And <laughs> <laughs> Turbo's like, I want to see the evolution of the entire world. And I'm just like, mind blown. You guys are amazing. Uh, Turbo, you got anything you want to shout out or ways people can find you? Uh, they can find me on the Discord. I don't have any way to shut up. Okay. Anything to my knowledge. Logan, what you got? Uh, well, thanks for having me come back in. Uh, it was nice to get a chance to talk to you guys all about Cyberpunk. I haven't gotten a chance to talk to anyone about uh, Edge Runners or or Phantom Liberty, but I'm really excited. Uh, the show is fantastic. I'm I'm really excited for Phantom Liberty and what that'll bring. So thank you for for allowing me to come back on. I'll, I'll I'll match you on the night out with Johnny. I, I want to have like a nice sit down, uh, just watching a, a a casual night of what Goro does in Night City. I just want to know what his day to day is. Like, does he go down to the sushi shop? Does he get some ramen? Does he go back home, do some push ups, and then read a book or a manuscript or something like that? that's that would be a fun one for me. I'll I'll toss that out at there in in the end. I like it. I like it uh do you got anything going on that you want to shout out or plug uh part of the robots radio network um i'm quiet uh over on on robots radio discord because unfortunately i i've got a couple of it that i'm managing at the time but if you guys are still fans of sea of thieves um or xbox i've got the keelhauled podcast through robots radio network uh, i'm also doing uh, a co-hosting 
with uh, the Xbox expansion pass uh, with Luke Lore. So um, if you guys are fans of Xbox or just want to keep up on games news, um, I'm joining him now uh, every week to to talk about more kind of general game stuff. Uh, thanks again. I appreciate it. Awesome. Super cool. Uh, I have not checked out that one yet, so I'll go give you guys a listen and see what's going on because uh, I am a PC player, but mainly I play a lot through Xbox Game Pass. So, right? well, here for it. <laughs> Toasty, where can the people find you So, if they wish to do so? Um, I am uh, one of the hosts of the witcher lorecast uh also on the robots radio network um and i also do the uh the cyberpunk red live play podcast cyberpunked cyberpunk apostrophe d with the fumbling four and almighty crit king and uh i just because y'all were saying it i have to throw it out there i'm such a judy stan that honestly i kind of want to just like sit there while she just works on her brain dances and see like the process on that i, <laughs> I was waiting I, for it. i, was I knew you were gonna <laughs> I, was like, oh, I was like oh toasty's gonna be like i want to spend a night in judy's bedroom that's no. my <laughs> no because i i respect judy so much that um i also mm-hmm. respect the mm-hmm. fact that she is uh, a lesbian and is not attracted to a man like me and that's fine but i would mm-hmm. love to at least hang out have mm-hmm. a nice chat and see her uh her brain dance process because honestly we don't get enough of that anyways so that'd be cool to like see that um you're not quotation me this is this is legitimately oh yeah no i 100% being genuine yeah <laughs> stop it <laughs> i know I that you're being genuine i've not heard G- Tosi talk about Judy in a while. I was waiting for it to come back. She yeah. hasn't she hasn't come up in a bit. We haven't had any. I'm reason waiting to. for Tosi. Tosi, if you don't host the the Judy episode, I'm gonna be a little disappointed. I, we have not I done not do. I would definitely be here for the Judy episode. I was there on Jin's podcast about the Judy romance episode. So Yes, you were. Uh, so if you want to listen to that, that is the Two Girls, One Ship podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all, all that the world of video game romances has to offer. Each episode is a character-specific deep dive into a video game. So we have done all four of the cyberpunk romances on there. And Toasty was a guest star on the Judy episode because there was nobody else that I would want on that episode to come and chat with me. Um, and then I will just put it out there. <laughs> what? I've also been on a couple of patron chats too, but not very many. Yeah, you have. Yeah. You've been on a couple. I record super late for the girls. I understand that not everybody can make it out there um, because we do live stream those episodes, but it's not until seven 30 Pacific. So I know that that's late for you. East coast does. Um, I will say that part of the reason that I want to go to a samurai concert is because Carrie will be there. And maybe he'll just spot me out in the crowd. You know, I, a girl can dream. A girl can dream. (laughs) All right. Uh, The only other thing that we absolutely have to shout out is the amazing, illustrious, badassery that is Gav of Miracle of Sound. Please go and give him a follow on 
all his socials and uh, listen to him on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you like to listen to music, Miracle of Sound. And while you guys are out there contemplating what event you would want to see, remember, stay safe in Night City. I'm your host, Maverick Stone. It's me, Gingerino42. I'm Romer. Hey, this is Sassy Lady. And I'm Jaxus. And we, we are the Fallout Rounding. Join us as we explore various topics from the Fallout universe brought from multiple perspectives. We can be found on your favorite podcatchers from Spotify to iTunes. Or follow us on Twitter at FalloutRTB or our email, FalloutRTB at gmail.com. Be sure to rate, follow, and subscribe. Thank you.